Buffalo. Hey, hey, we here, we here, we here, we here. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing okay. I'm doing good. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me tonight. Um, thank you for joining the Flowway Show. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you an introduction, of course. It's the proper thing to do. Um, this is Beverly Baker. You may know her as Keisha from The Shy. Um, you're taking off. Your career is taking off. I've seen you in Empire, I think. Had a small scene in there. I've seen you in Black Lightning, um, Chicago Med, and um, you know I've seen you've been doing your thing over the last couple of years and moving. And um, you know we, we're happy to have you here with us tonight on the Blowing Show. Thank you again thank for joining. You, thank you for having me. You know um, before before we get into the shy, I want the audience to know a little bit more about Burgundy. Um, you know, like. You originally are from Raleigh, right? Raleigh, North Carolina. Yep. Um, how did you get into acting? My aunt was an actor. Everybody in my family was like in the arts, so I just grew up around the arts. And of course, like every kid, watching a lot of TV. And I asked my mom to put me in acting, and she put me in lessons, and it went from there. Wow. Wow. Did you have any opportunities in Raleigh before before you left? No, that's one of the reasons why I'm glad I left. It it really wasn't any opportunities. Like my very first job I got when I was eight, it was in Florida. And I had to send in all my materials from Raleigh to Florida, but I've never done any work in North Carolina. Wow. But North Carolina's growing now. Yeah, it North is. Now. It is. So hopefully other other folks from, from Raleigh don't feel discouraged. <laughs> um or any other places in North Carolina, because it's going down. I know it's, it's probably it's probably a little bit more going on now than it was probably when you first started your journey. How how, how many years ago did you start? Eight, you said? I was, yep. I was eight, and I did advertisement for Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. Wow. And that's when I was like, I know this is what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow, I didn't know that. Wow, wow. How did you land the role as Keisha? Everybody wants to know that. It's the number one question. How did you land that role? What'd you say? How did you land the role as Keisha? Yeah, after I graduated from college, I moved to Chicago because a friend told me that they were doing a lot of TV shows there and they had a lot of theater there. So I moved to Chicago. And the audition came in, but the audition was originally for Jerrica. Um, season one and season two, she played Brandon's girlfriend. Right, 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 right. And so I auditioned for it, and I didn't get it. And I was like, dang, oh, my God, because I really wanted to be a part of it because I had been living in Chicago. I was, like, getting hip to the lingo and, like, the way people were dressing. I was like, I know Chicago. I can I can do, I can be on this show, you know? But I didn't get it. And then not too long after I auditioned for Jerrica, the audition for Keisha came in, and I was like, oh, this is it. This is the one. The one for me. Yeah, I feel so more. You didn't get that other role. You didn't get Jericho, but you got Keisha. So right. You think it fit more of your personality? Absolutely. Yeah. What? How did you end up in Chicago? Well, I had a friend that lived in Chicago, and we went to the same school. And after school, I didn't know what I was gonna do. Everybody was saying go to New York or LA, but I just felt like it was too soon. I wasn't ready. And so they were like, go to Chicago. It's like a little New York. It's not as many people. It's not as much competition. And they got a lot of good shows coming out. Yeah. So I went. Celebrating. Mm -hmm. As far as film. Mm -hmm. they're, they're the next big city to mm -hmm. go to. Yes. Wow. Wow, 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 
you know, Keisha's character really grew um, this season. Yeah. What drew you into the role? They called me and they told me that they were getting rid of the cops. And because they were getting rid of the cops, they wanted to bring on a situation that cops don't normally care about, which was missing black girls. And I didn't really know much about missing black girls at the time, but I started doing my research and seeing all these faces and names of these young girls that to this day we still can't find. Right. And I was like, what? Of course I would do this. All these girls look like me. They're young. They're black. I have to do this. You know, it's important. It's an important story. And outside of that, you know, how did you feel when you learned that not only was your character going to develop more, but you were going to pretty much carry the whole season. You were the face of the season. I'm giving that to you. You were the face of the season. For well, sure. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was nervous because this is the third season. <laughs> so right. everybody's been watching. They already have their favorite characters. They already have their favorite actors. And now I got to come in and, like, completely shift this whole thing. So I was nervous, but I just kept saying, like, it, nothing else matters. As long as we get this message out, right. as long as I do well enough for people to understand what's going on with Black girls in the world today, then that's what's most important, you know? See, I, but see, I read that in an article that you were a guest star. Yeah. 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 Where? I, 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 I didn't know that. You know, I don't think most people know that you were a guest star. So you wasn't officially on the cast. Is that what it is? No, but I would come in. When I first got Keisha, they told me, you're going to get two episodes. Whatever happens after that happens. happens. We, but you're definitely going to get two episodes. So I did episode one, episode two. And I kind of was just there. If they needed me, they called me in. If they didn't. I didn't go in. So it was a big jump. For me, it was a real big jump. Wow. Wow. I would have never knew that. We saw you, you know, me, and, you know, we followed the, your character from the beginning, your relationship with Emmett. So that's something that the people would have never known um, prior to that. Um, how did you prepare yourself for this past season? Well, like I said, I didn't know how many girls were missing. I just typed in anything like stories of women who've been abused, stories of women who've been sexually abused. I would just type in anything and just research. Um, did a lot of research and a lot of meditation because those days were heavy. Like season one and season two, I could come on the set, laugh, talk with my cast, and then it was fun. It was fun. But I needed something this season to help me focus and to help me stay grounded. So I did a lot of meditation and, like I said, just getting on the computer and just typing in anything and just getting myself, giving myself the knowledge of um, what it was like for these women. Yeah, we felt for Keisha. We was riding with Keisha, um, what she was going through. Um, even the fellas, you know, we was like, that could have been our sister or another family member. So yeah. we was... Um, definitely riding with her when she was going through um when she she first got out the basement mm -hmm. we were all like yelling at the tv mm -hmm. go keisha go 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 <laughs> what was she feeling in that moment when she first escaped from her bed? i feel like okay because people always come at me about she didn't run why she didn't run you know the first time that she escaped and i feel like Keisha had been locked up for weeks, okay? 
she tried to get out before and it didn't work and this time it worked i think number one she was in shock like okay i don't know if i even thought i was really gonna get out i was trying but i don't know if i really thought today would be the day i would get out so i think initially it was shock and then all the things that she's seeing outside and hearing outside she hadn't seen or heard in a long time so i remember the director telling me remember like when you're stuck in a basement for that long all your senses become sensitive if you're not seeing sunlight if you're not hearing noises all your senses are sensitive so when you do step outside it doesn't feel the same it doesn't feel normal to you because you've been stuck in this dark quiet basement so i think she was shocked i think every part of her body her senses were shocked and I mean, she could have went in any direction. I don't know if she knew which way home was. I think it was just, it was just a lot at one time. And unfortunately, she took too long to take all of that in, and he mm -hmm. got her again. Yeah, what, what what she went through had completely, had completely changed her. And you know, this is a a, a huge issue in our community, um, in in the world. You know, our girls go missing and children go missing. Um, all the time. Um, how is it? How was? How important was it to you? You know, I know you stated a little bit that you had to do the research, but how important? After you did the research, how important was it to you to bring the awareness of what's going on? It was very important. I think this is the most important role that I've had because it's allowed me to tell people about what's going on in the world right now. I haven't had a role that allowed me to speak up like this. And I'm a mother, I have a daughter. So this is happening to our young girls. Every day I'm looking at a young black girl, like I have to protect this girl, you know what I mean? And not just her, but we gotta protect all of our girls because we don't want it to be anyone in our family, you know? Yeah, I follow you and I see that you post it, you post every day. Um, the, the, the missing, what is it, what's the name of the page again? The Black and um, Missing. The Black and Missing mm -hmm. Foundation. And I went ahead and I started following them because we yes, brought the awareness of the page. So, and every day it's it's another children, it's another face up there. And it kind of, you just be scrolling down your timeline and you just see someone up there and it, you know, kind of just breaks your heart every time you see it. So, absolutely. I, 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 you know, we totally, uh, totally understand why you stepped into the role the way you did. Um, you know, I read that men take our women, our girls and our women, black men, to be yes. more than anything. That was. I read that yesterday and I was like, it was hard for me to believe. Yeah. That was hard for me to believe. Did you, did you, did you come across that as well? Yes, yeah, I saw that. Because? I was because for some reason, I don't know why, but for some reason I didn't think it was black men because you expect your people to protect you. So that was that was very shocking. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I love I love the way that you all, even though the shy is raw and it's gritty, but at the same time you still send the message of positive message about black people and black love, um, yeah. friendship, kindness. Um you know, people people want to see Emmett and Keisha together. Yeah. <laughs> um, even though she, even though he's he's married now, mm -hmm. um, how do you feel about the space that they're in? 
I think Keisha and Emmett are in a really good space. I feel like you meet people sometimes, you might be attracted to them, you might have experiences with them, but they're not always meant for you to be in a relationship with them. Right. And I, we saw that scene where Keisha came home and she was frustrated with everybody, but then when Emmett came in the room, he loosened her up a little bit. And I think if they had been in a relationship, who knows what kind of drama would have kept them from opening up to each other but because they're genuinely friends she felt comfortable enough to open up to him i think it's a beautiful thing and yeah, we want to see them together we want to see them together but now that you really bring it into that light she probably would never leaned on him right she came home yeah because they would have been to, it was, right it was right. always drama between it was always drama it was always drama <laughs> but if emmett was her man at the time and she came back he would probably never been the person that she can, you know, talk to. Right. Um, so, yeah, you know, the, the fans want to see that. But I think that uh, the space that y'all in is probably, you know, and and Tiffany, she came and talked to you, you know, yeah. and she and she didn't really, she didn't really rock with Keisha like that. Right. And, you know, Emmett's mom talked to her and she came and talked to you. So, yep. you know, that's just another, another um, you know, referring back to how, Shy shows the gritty in the wall, but at the same time, it shows the black love, it shows the yeah. friendship, and it shows, you know, it represents our people in a, in a great way and shows yeah. a different side from what you mostly see on TV. Um, I know you're not the writer of the show, we all, we all know who the writer is, mm -hmm. um, but you know, how is that important to you and, and your castmates, if you want to, if you want to say, um, to show that? to show that love and friendship on screen because we don't see much of it. Right, we got I, to. All right. We got to. We got to. We don't see much of it. We don't. And that was why I love the scene between Keisha and Tiffany because a lot of times you see two black girls on the screen. They are arguing about something, fighting over men, calling each other names. But this was just like a really good moment between two black women sharing their experiences and helping each other. And I think it's important for us to see it. And it's important for other people to see it so that they know Black love exists in our community, Black support, right. Black friendship. We're not just one thing. You know, so exactly. I think that's how different from a lot of TV shows is that it really shows all the elements of being Black, the good and the bad. It's beautiful. It's beautiful to see. Um, we got a chance to see Nina Waite join the cast um, mm -hmm. this season. You know, how, how was it like working with her first as a writer and then as a fellow castmate, fellow actor? Well, I didn't have any scenes with Lena, so I didn't really get to work with her on the days that she worked. But Lena is just, whether she's on set, whether she's up there as a writer or as an actor, she's just inspiring in every way. Like, she is who she is, and she stands in it fully. Um, she's so creative, and she's getting these important messages out, not just on the shop, but on her other shows. So she's Lena's just always an inspiration, whether she's on as a writer or actor or anything. How was this experience um, for you to work on a show like this with so many talented Black actors and for you to be new in this and to be working around all of these great people who've been in, in it for a minute? Yeah. How was that for you? It was wonderful. A lot of these actors I watched before the shot. Like, Jacob, he's a child star, so we all knew who he was. And then um, Alex, who plays Kevin, my little brother, when Moonlight came out, 
we were all going crazy over that movie. So I, I knew who all these people were. So it felt really good to be with such a good cast. Um, yeah, and these people have been up here since season one and season two. So we kind of, we're learning off of each other. We're, we're helping each other grow, you know? So it's great. It's great. Kevin, I was, I, I was a little pissed off at Kevin. Yes. <laughs> I was a little pissed off at Kevin when you came home Keisha came home, his big sister, I feel like he wasn't there for her and being yeah. um, supportive of Keisha. Maybe some, I, I, you know, maybe some other people feel differently or maybe feel the same way I feel. I feel like he should have been more supportive of yeah. Keisha. Can you speak a little bit maybe how Kevin was feeling and why he acted the way he acted towards her, like even with the clothes and, yeah, you know, even when she wanted to keep the baby, you know, yeah. it, was, it was a few different situations where I was looking for Kevin to be that that little brother who always you know his big sister is always there for him I was yeah. looking for him to be there for her in that moment I think other people was can you elaborate a little more maybe how he was feeling and why he wasn't there yeah I do think that he should have been more supportive after everything Keisha went through but I think it's just way too much on Kevin's shoulders he's trying to balance home life and this new relationship and this right. new school that he's at. He's at a new school. And he's also the man of the house. And I know a lot of our men have to be that at a very young age, but he's very young. He's the only man in the house. And I'm, I can just imagine him just being stressed out and also maybe a little bit embarrassed because he's hearing all these rumors about me. He doesn't know what happened to me while I was gone everybody's probably saying, oh, he's that little boy whose sister went missing. He's probably embarrassed and just stressed out. And I just think that was his way of just releasing all his emotion, taking it out on me, on me and what I went through. But and, and, he, and he is a young teen. Yeah, a teenager. Um, a young teenager. And, and yeah. Young. So, you know, you think about young teenage boys at that time and their sister going through something like that as well. You kind of kind of getting more depth about it. But me personally, I was like, Kevin, you should be there for your sister, man. You know? Um, <laughs> you know, we so, we, you know, we, we see that Keisha is a totally different person now. Mm -hmm. um, congratulations again, because I know the shot just got renewed for season four. Thank I'm you. Very, very excited about that. Um, no spoilers, though. If you haven't got the script, I would like you to answer this question. Do you think, what do you think Keisha's going to do? I don't know, but I'm hoping that she does. You're hoping that she does? I hope she does, because I feel like it will be a new beginning for Keisha. I think, okay, so Keisha's going through all this, right? She lost her tuition. She's not going to college. At the same time, she's going through a process of healing. She's going through a process of healing. So, yeah. But, I, see, I like drama. Okay? I think the more drama that... <laughs> I think the more drama you put on a character, the more drama you put in a show, the better it is. Right. And I think if, you know, if she has this baby, as she's dealing with her trauma, as she's trying to figure her life out, that's just more drama. And, um... I think everybody's looking for the perfect ending of like, oh, I decided not to have the baby and just heal. But that's not how real life works. Real you know? Life works, right. So, 
I think it'll add to the drama if she has the baby. So that's what I'm hoping for. That's what you're hoping for. But I think, I think at the same time, you know, um, that at the same time with her keeping the child, it's probably going to help her heal even, you know, better because going through an abortion for most women could take a toll. Mm -hmm. So, you know, on top of that. So, well, I guess we'll see how it plays out. <laughs> Lena uh, has in store. But that's, that's a really good point. With season four. Um, any other projects that you're working on? Right now, I'm not working on any projects. Um, I did a film called The Last Shift, and it comes out September 25th. Okay. So I'll be posting what theaters um, and what networks, but September 25th is when Sony Pictures drops The Last Shift. So. Got you, got you. Who else is in that with you? Um, there's a guy in it. He's an actor called um, Shane. And he is in, I mean, if you just type his name in a Netflix, you're going to see some stuff come up. I was I was really happy to work with him because he's young. Um, he's a little new to the scene, but he's a young Black actor, and he is doing his thing. Um, he's the main character, so, um, and I play his girlfriend. So we could be looking forward to that on September 25th, you said? It's the last shift. Mm -hmm. Okay, and it's going to be in theaters? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations Thank you. on that. Um, you're just getting started. You know, we're looking forward to seeing Keisha grow. We're looking forward to seeing Burgundy Baker grow. Um, so, you know, salute to you. And we, we definitely appreciate you coming on and joining us tonight. Um, what can you say to young girls in your age group who's who's striving to become an actress what can you say to those people that's watching um i would say be patient because it's not easy it is a journey um i would say definitely build a team of people that you can trust to get somebody to help you with your schedule get somebody to help you find auditions get somebody to help you balance your money get just get a team of people you trust because it can be overwhelming, and if you try to do it all on your own, you kind of lose sight of uh, the creativity of being an actor. Mm -hmm. um, I would say make sure that the roles you are taking are roles that you're proud of. Because sometimes we just take roles just because it's, it's an opportunity, and then we look back and say, like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. So, um, like if you would have got Jericho, things would have played out a little differently. Right. Who knows? <laughs> No, but <laughs> be patient. Right. Be patient and stay grounded, you know, and stay grounded. How are you holding up during the quarantine? Has it been affecting your work? Um, No, I've been writing, and um, I do auditions through videotape. Okay. But um, just trying to get through it. Just trying to get through it. It's a, it's a crazy time. I've been trying to stay closely connected with my family because that helps a lot. Being around family. Right, 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 right. Absolutely. Family's most important. You got to keep the family first. Yeah. Um, no matter what. Um, once again, thank you for joining me. Burgundy, I'm not going to take too much more of your time. Um, I wanted to get you on a couple weeks ago when the season was going, but I'm kind of glad that it didn't work out that way because I was able to get a little more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had to hold back a little bit about Keisha and her storyline. Um, we're proud of you. We thank can't wait to see what else you do. 
um, this year. The shift comes out September 25th. Yes, the last. Mm -hmm. The last shift. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so check um, follow Burgundy if you're not following her, so you can see that on her page and see mm -hmm. more details about that. And Shane Pompey, he is the main character, so he'll be posting as well. So follow him. There we go. There we go. There we and go. The Foundation. Follow the Black and Missing Foundation. Yes. Yes. Please do. Please do. Thank you to thank you again because if you didn't, if I wasn't following you, you know that's just not something you go on Instagram and you search to follow. As far as page, you follow entertainment, keeping yourself entertained, free time, promoting your stuff, whatever you're doing. You don't really don't look at that. You know, at Instagram or Facebook, any social media, that kind of stuff. You see it on the news. You know, when it when it makes mainstream news about you know certain individuals, but it's happening more and more. Um, right. You know, every day. So thank you for the character that you're playing. Thank you for being you and bringing more awareness to what's going on in our yeah. community. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. No problem. If you missed any part of this interview. Check it out on my IGTV right after the live. Coming up next, I got Flashy OTR, who's a musical artist with my family. If you're not doing anything, please feel free to tune in, tune in um, right after the live. Thank you. Thank you once again. Thank you. Good night. Have a good night. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to the first part of the Flowway Show. That was Burgundy Baker from The Shy. She, she was in Black Lightning. Um, she was in BET Tales. She was in Empire. She was in Chicago Med prior to. Um, so once again, thank Burgundy Baker for joining us tonight. If you missed any part of that conversation, you can check it out on my IGTV after the live. It'll also be on YouTube. Um, shout out to Beautiful Beauty Supply. You already know what it is. Um, for your cosmetics and all your beauty needs, you can go to beautifulbeautysupply.com. Shout out to Bel Air. Family, what's up? Bamboo, that's what I'm sipping on tonight. Shout out to my executive producer, Tracy, a.k.a. Mrs. Phelps and the Nasty. Cuzzo, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Thank y'all for tuning in. So what I'm going to go ahead and do is, because Instagram is going to eventually cut us off, so I'm going to go ahead and end the live, and we're going to bring it right back up. And we got Flashy coming up next. All right, y'all? Stay tuned.